Yeah. Friday. Friday. It Friday. There we go. Momo's in for John today. It's All-Star Weekend. John's getting some time away. What? No, no, Momo went to practice during the break. Yeah, Momo. I did. I did. Momo went to practice pop a shot. How did I? I saw like, I a fourteen like pop up. Yeah, twenty two and a fourteen. I don't know. Mm, you know may what? Not I, be enough. I gotta be honest. I'm a little. I'm a little sore from yesterday. Are My you? arm. Like I can feel it. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can use these muscles in a while. Is it labrum? So, yeah. Well, I have all the softball shoulder stuff. Oh yeah, yeah sure. That's fine. Uh, comes up in an hour. It's okay. I got. I gotta get worked up. I gotta get. Yeah, you're getting there. Get the arm going. You're getting there. So. Uh, <laughs> I, Yesterday, Adam Silver was on with Sage Steele on uh, SportsCenter. And she was asked, and obviously the Lakers got rooked on the last call of the game. Mm. Uh, The Celtics, and uh, that was in Boston, right, where LeBron was fouled, but they didn't call the foul and all that. And she asked about accountability for refs. Yeah. And what Silver said was, it comes down to this. They won't get assignments deep into the playoffs uh they'll their performance is always mm-hmm. being judged and yet there are other people that say no you should make you should call out an official that makes a bad call uh do you think referees should be punished for making bad calls no um i think they have a really hard job as it is and i think you'll get better calls i actually think we have too much of this Focusing in, I think I think you should just let the league office step in. Like it's just, to me, the system is set up and it's it's set up incorrectly. Okay, it's just it's like the Rams Super Bowl when they went and the, you know the the Nikel Roby Alexander right like the the pass interference. Yeah, call Tommy Saint, yeah. Tommy Lee Lewis, I believe that guy's name was the receiver. No idea. Yeah, that's correct. Who got taken out by Nicole Roby yeah. Coleman? Um, so um, I just completely mangled his name, didn't I? I think there's a guy. It's Nikel Roby Coleman. And there's another guy in the NBA who's Nikel Alexander. Walker Alexander. Yeah. So I think I just put like three names together. Yeah. But it was Nikel Roby Coleman. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure the receiver was was named Tommy Lee Lewis. That sounds right. Yeah. If. Yeah. If. Ish. But remember what happened. They changed the rules. Because of that. But then they changed them back because they weren't working. The revision of the rules didn't work. And now pass interference is not reviewable again so the same play could happen again yeah. that we saw in that new orleans rams nfc championship correct game. so what to me what is wrong with the nba rules is that it's a challenge right like the coaches have one challenge to use and it's sort of a use it or lose it and so then people use it and when it gets to the end of games it takes forever to review yeah the game slowed down yeah, every time. It's, it's terrible. Exactly. Then when you use it, because you're like, well, it's it's 30 seconds left. I better use it. Otherwise, I won't. I don't want to have it in my pocket. Then when you actually need it at the end of a game, you don't have it. Although, and this I didn't realize till I was reading today, that re- that play was not reviewable. Non calls are not reviewable. Right. So, so even if Darvin Ham. Yeah. Had the challenge. You right. can't use the challenge on a non-call, Correct. which is the way that game ended. Correct. And so that's the fundamental flaw that everybody can look at that play and go, dude, that was a bad, like, you, that was a foul. Like, Jason Tatum even laughed about it afterwards. Remember, he was like, eh, you know. Um, so 
I think they just need to change it. So in the last minute of, in the last, like, even if you want to say the last minute of a game, last 30 seconds of a game, then somebody in the league office is just reviewing plays and, it, and whether it's a call or a non-call, like if a, if a foul should have, if it's, if it's reviewable in the last two minute report, yep. then somebody in Secaucus, New Jersey or wherever that league office is going to be, you yep. have a replay official who's on site at the game, who's flagging certain plays that everybody can see. And you know they they blow the whistle. See, I would say they they, they hit their buzzer. It's, it shouldn't be a coach's challenge. It should be like an on-site official. There is a two-minute report, yeah. and we saw in the two-minute report for that Boston Lakers game that the yeah. call was blown. Yeah, in the two-minute report, right? But yeah, this idea that somehow and there's there's this crazy fringe out there that says you should penalize no officials the way you would penalize a player yeah there you go yeah no you can't penalize officials like that people make mistakes like like refs miss calls like usually over the course of a season it evens out i do think that there is something to the idea that there are certain refs who tend to officiate certain teams differently than others um and and the stats will bear that out like right. if you look at it there are certain officials if you you can track it like this official, you know, this team is fifteen and two in their games, and that's not good for the for the league. You should ha- you should aim to be, you know, whatever that team's record is. Right, it should be pretty even across. I you know I don't know what they can do about that. I think there's just certain people who call things differently. I think certain coaches work refs differently. Yeah, right. But I just I don't I don't like. Well, this. there are clearly certain biases that certain yeah. officials have against certain players. We've seen yeah, that play certain out. players, right? Um, but I, I don't know. I guess I'm just in this. It's a very fine line between trying to hold people accountable and going way too far and canceling people and making their life miserable. Well, not canceling, penalizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because what Adam Silver is saying is that they do penalize them. It's just behind closed it's doors behind and closed nobody doors. actually gets to see these penalties. And that's fine. So but do you think that like everybody else, if a CEO or a, an owner of a team gets penalized, it's out in the it's out in the open. It's out on Twitter. Yeah, those it's out are in, millionaires and billionaires. Sure. OK. So do you think that because most people, if they get penalized for something, they it's out in the but open. But it's not just do you millionaires think the referees, and If yeah. you screw up at work. You yeah. get in trouble. Yeah. Right. Do yeah. you think it should be publicized that this person screwed up and there was a penalty that was given to them hmm. as for the refs? If we screwed up today, we'd hear about it. Yeah, usually. And like for these, and I do these think refs that screwed up. is a good thing. Yeah, so yeah. these refs that screwed up in this Boston game. Yeah. Adam Silver said that he probably penalized them. It doesn't say that he did them specifically, but if he did, if he actually did penalize them, should it be put out that we penalize them with this? This was their penalty. What what are you suggesting? Like suspend them for a game? No, no, no. I'm not saying what the suspension, they, what it is. Usually it's Just like a certain number it, of ratings and the, they don't get certain assignments sure, like later. They, and Right, whatever it happens to be. They screwed you know up what? this call. The penalty for this is that now they're going to have to do Orlando and Memphis. I'm usually like a real big... <laughs> <laughs> you spread it out. Now we're going to send you to do the... Uh, the Orlando <laughs> San Antonio game, game. Yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I know you're looking forward to that Miami Heat game, but how but, about Oklahoma City? Like, you're not on this big time TNT game. We're yeah. going to take you and we're going to penalize you, and now you're going to be on a lesser. Now, game does on that NBA quietly TV. go on, Momo? I don't know if they do it like that. I think it's more. I'm like, just giving examples. You get less. I think you probably get less games. I think you don't get um, as many playoff games, which are seen as prestigious, and they make extra money doing that. Um, Should we you know, know the what? penalties? Maybe, maybe I'm open to the idea that you should know that 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 they were penalized. I, I'm usually really de- defensive of the refs because they really do have such a hard job, and they mostly get it totally right. 
They mostly get, I think they're probably you know, 98% good. I don't. You don't? No. Honestly, I think there's so much subjectivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's subjectivity. I mean, you look at calls and you're like, yeah, that could have been, or yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah. or why was yeah. that? Or- I mean, it could be 98% good, but if it matters at the end of the game, yeah, that's when they screw up. Yeah, which is why you up. need to have a backstop there, and it shouldn't be coach's challenge. You have an on-site replay person who's like, we need to take pause and take a look at that. So it's so it's a neutral do you think on-site so, or replay. Do you think, see, I, I'm done with instant replay in all sports. Wow. I don't want instant replay. Like you mentioned, the last two minutes of an NBA game can sometimes oh, go for brutal. 45 minutes. Um, uh, football. I mean, I can see during Joe Buck's replay uh, exactly what happened, and yet it takes officials looking at a Microsoft Surface tablet yeah. for 10 minutes to figure out what I can actually see with my Rain, own eyes. Right? So I, I think that we should live with the call on the floor, the call on the field, the call on the diamond. I think we should live by those calls. Wow. You don't? No, I think there's too many it's there's too there's too many bad calls that like really decide games that we could just fix easily. I mean there's it's just there's too much at stake on these games. There's too much at stake. And it, I think it actually makes the officials uh, I think it gives them a little comfort to know they have a backstop. Like, you know, it would make it should make them more likely to blow the whistle so that the play could be reviewed. But you know, like for the same reason you said, if it's a non-call, if it's you non-call, can't review it's not it. reviewable. Yeah. yeah, it should do that. Yeah. So, I have a friend who I found out, friend I went to college with, uh-huh. who I found out is in prison. <gasps> one of the guys that came here? No, no, no. Oh, one of the guys like, oh dang, gangster. No, those guys totally. Oh. Those guys are totally. <laughs> you guys had a blast oh, here. Oh, here. Clean <laughs> records. No, apparently what he was doing was he was, checks, speaking of checks, he would get checks out of people's mailboxes. Okay. And he would wash them. He'd like erase the dates and the names and the amounts of money, and then he would rewrite them and put those checks in the bank. I think that's called, is that called kiting checks? I don't know. Is that a term? Definitely mail fraud. How do you erase it? Uh, it's somehow white out. You can't. You washing out. them somehow. Washing them. Does that make sense? Uh, first, that's, all, that's what he got in trouble. First for. of all, that's really stupid because it's like you're putting it in your name. Right. You're signing the back of the check I mean, and endorsing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like he's you're not, not I, even hiding it. You're putting it in your name and your. I'm account. not vouching for his intelligence. I mean, <laughs> like, I think it's called kiting checks. What does that mean? I have no idea. Uh, let me see here. Kiting checks is a form of check fraud involving taking advantage of the fiscal, uh, taking advantage of the float to make use of non-existent funds in a checking or bank account. Could have been that. I don't know. Could have been that. that uh, but it's, people are not who you think they are. I know. You really don't know somebody until something like this comes out. Like this was a really nice guy. Oh, wow. Really do you like think he was like down up. on his luck? Do you think he like really needed the money? Well, I don't know. I'm waiting for a collect call. Oh. Collect calls. So um, we've been talking a lot about Eric Bieniemy and what he should do yes. in Kansas City or the Commanders. And Tom Pelissero is saying that the Commanders and Eric Bieniemy agreed to terms on a multi-year deal as their assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator. Wow. KC wanted him back, but Bienemy got an upgraded title, a chance to build his staff, and a big commitment. He had to do it. Yeah, you have to leave after a while. You, yeah, because if his goal is to be an NFL head coach, yeah, 
which I assume that's where he's where he wants to be. He's never going to get credit as the offensive coordinator for Andy Reid. Right. And Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick. Yeah, there you go. And Patrick Mahomes. I hadn't thought of that, but you you're know, right. It reminds me a bit of Ty Lue. When he was in Cleveland, there was this sense like, oh, he's only a great coach because he had LeBron. Yes. So he needed to coach a team other than LeBron to show that he was a great coach. Yeah. And he has. He's done really well with the Clippers. Meanwhile, for whatever reason, that doesn't translate to the Rams because Thomas Brown, who was yeah. an assistant head coach and tight ends coach, is now the offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers. So just being in the proximity of Sean McVay, you earn credibility. But I guess because of Andy Reid and Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Eric Bieniemy never can 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 get the well, credit that he deserves. You have to, you have to prove that you can do it without those guys. Yes. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And also if you're not if 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 you've been at the same job for a long time and you're not getting promoted, sometimes if you if you you, you have a choice to make. Do yes. you stay right where you are? Yep. Or do you go someplace else? If you if your real goal is to like Kim Ng was in this position for a long time. She was at the Dodgers forever and yes. she kept getting assistant interviews. Assistant general and, manager. Yeah, assistant general manager. She kept getting interviews and interviews and never got that. So eventually, she went to go work in the Major League Baseball office. Yeah. She just left. It wasn't anything the Dodgers were doing wrong or whatever. They had somebody in the but she just wasn't getting that 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 opportunity that she wanted. So she had to go someplace else and, and get some different experience. And then she became the general manager of the Marlins. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta change her yeah. I understand what the enemy's doing. Yeah. I understand what he's That's doing. Right. And I don't I don't blame him one bit. Uh coming up next for you. Mama, you ever go on a retreat? We're, we've talked a lot about the Aaron Rodgers uh darkness retreat. Yeah. Have you ever been on a retreat? Yeah, I think okay. I want to talk about that coming up. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, so I want to point something out. (laughs) We got a pop shot contest coming up for you in about 45 minutes or so. Momo, you've already been over there twice practicing. Hold out of breath. Yeah, now here's the thing. I can't go over there and practice. I'm in the middle of the show. You can just bolt out, practice all you you want. You want to go in the next break, and I'll hold it down in case you're late getting back? Sure. That's perfect. You go, go warm ahead. up. Yeah. You and Jorge can go because Do you my think arm it's going to so matter, warm. Bergman? No. No, because it's all about how you do in that moment. Yeah. Like you catch a rhythm, Correct. And you hit like 10 in a row, and then you're good. Or you just miss like 10 in a row, and you get down on yourself. I'm going to go cold. I'm not going to practice. Go go one round. Warm go up. Go. Feel the rhythm. Me and you can go over there. Feel yeah. the rhythm. Yeah. yeah, I'll stay in here. All right. All right. We'll it's do that. Sled time. So have you ever. Ben, Aaron Rodgers, we've talked a lot about this darkness retreat. I actually just heard a promo. Yeah. Keyshawn talking about a retreat where he went and didn't have a phone or a computer and he picked his own vegetables. 
Really? That's what he said. I think he said <laughs> he picked his own vegetables on his retreat. And Max said, that's the most California thing I've ever heard. Have you ever that's amazing. gone on a retreat? Um, I wouldn't call it a retreat, but it was like that. Yeah. Um, I went uh, with my friend when my when Daniel was about a year old. Mm-hmm. I went to Sedona for a couple of days. Sedona's cool. Yeah, and we did like the electromagnetic fields, and we just kind of turned our phones off. Bunch we of were, woo-way stuff? Yeah, a bunch of woo. Yeah. We were into the woo for a little while. See, I've done, uh, Bergman, you've never done one, have you? Like a retreat? I mean, the place that I go to every year or had been going every year, that camp, it's kind of like a retreat. I mean, you do, you pick your own vegetables. You Is pick, that really a you thing? Pick, yes. Picking you your pick, own vegetables? Well, you pick apples off the tree. You pick blackberries off the blackberry bush. They make everything off of the off the farm. That's yeah. where you go every year? Yeah. Where's this? It's Northern California. It's a place in the Trinity Mountains. And it's like a and, and it's where a do ranch. you stay? It's, it's a, a ranch. ranch. A ranch, yeah, and you sleep on a uh, platform, which is just an open air cabin. I'm out. So <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. It's my so favorite place I, in the world. No I used Wi-Fi. to go. I haven't been in a few years. Went to Esalen. Yeah, I do that. Uh, which is really cool. In fact, uh, Bill Walton has gone to Esalen. Uh, Pete Carroll went to Esalen. Yeah. There is no, why? At least I haven't been there in a few years. Mm-hmm. There was no Wi-Fi. Yeah. There was one payphone. That's good. That's it. One page. Kind of a it's kind of a nudist thing too, right? It is clothing optional. Yeah, it's one of those places. I mean, I when I used to go on vacations, I would go, I would go around the world. Yep. To where it was very expensive for me to use my cell phone. Oh right, roaming charges and whatnot. Yeah, that was back before you could just kind of get like a SIM card or roll over minutes. Yeah, or the international (laughs) calling for a week or something. Yeah, international. So it was like I wasn't taking anybody's call. I I would actually just put my phone in airplane mode the whole time, so that I wouldn't get any anyone calling through sure but if i was like on the wi-fi at the hotel you know stuff would pop up but i would just go for three weeks and i would really i, I wouldn't say i was off the grid but i was i was very undisconnected and it was really good for me i'm gonna do one full-on off the grid this year darkness not darkness zero Back dark camp. mace F- zero dark mace full-on off the grid no phone no television. Now we don't. We generally don't watch TV when we go on vacation. Yeah, I don't either. Because why do you go to his place and then sit there and watch TV? Yeah. The th- stuff you would be watching at home anyway. Yeah, I didn't do that too much either. Yeah, I'm not, I I can easily turn off the TV. I think um, I think I would go to like a fat camp. That'd be fun. What's that? Like where you go and they feed you like super healthy detox food the whole time. Mm. Right. I would do that, and then like you're just kind of there to get really healthy and cleansed and then you come out and you're i mean you're probably really hungry at first yeah <laughs> but okay, after a so, while if everyone's doing that right. you feel good so i went to a place called the we care spa out uh, in the desert this was probably 20 years ago yeah and you don't eat for a week just starve don't eat uh you get a little powdered soup and some vitamins every day and a little bit of juice and otherwise you don't eat and you're clearing out your system Okay, and what do you do all day long? You watch TV or sleep? No, watch what? TV. There's a pool. There's the sun. There are books. That's it. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. It was hardcore. Because and then, by the way, I so I go a week without eating. First thing I do uh, after it's over is I went to a place called Tyler's in Palm Springs and ate two burgers. Oh, a hundred percent. Immediately, just what, like blew I mean, the entire of retreat. Of course, like you know this whole. I don't believe in like full on detoxes like that. I I think that they just make you too hungry. Do you ever do the thing where you get a jug of lemonade? Well, lemonade and maple syrup and yeah, I did lemon and once. cayenne pepper. Yeah, I did it for three days. Now I know people that have done that for a week. Hey, hey, hey! I got to be honest. I liked it. Did you? Yeah. 
You get a little buzz from not being. Yeah, you do. It's like the third day I was like, first of all, I was very proud of myself that I made it to day three through three days. I was like, wow, I can't believe I did this. The first day I actually kind of threw up a lot. Like I was sort of deep. I don't know if it was the cayenne or the maple, but like there was some kind of. Maybe it was the acid and the lemons or something. I don't yeah. know. Whatever it was, I was like, whoa. This is... And then day two, I was just really hungry and felt very weak. And right. day three, I felt like the high. Like whatever that There's is. Like a, an ele- like a buzzy feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's like a buzzy feeling. Oh, like, God, that I was, love a good buzzy feeling. That was, it took three days, though. And then day four, I was like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there are limits. There are limits. Yeah, it's enough. Hanging out for four days in the dark, like in solitary no. confinement, is insane no. to me. And by the way, as a, ra- as, a, <laughs> as a Raiders fan, <laughs> as a Raiders fan. We'll take him. You will take yeah, him. Yeah, we'll take him. You don't think he's too kooky, too weird, too out there? I do, but we'll still take him. If it's not him, who is it? If it's not him, who is it? If Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback of the Raiders, who is? Jimmy G. Either Jimmy G or Jameis Winston. Uh, I I think you want Jimmy G over Jameis Winston, don't you? Lamar Jackson. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't think that's happening. Why? I think they're going to pay him. If if they pay him, sure. But if he, they don't, he doesn't, doesn't yeah, seem like know, he wants to be there. Be, I, the, the, the Jimmy G thing makes a lot of sense because of the Josh McDaniels yes, connection. Yes, I think the Jimmy G thing is like the natural answer yeah so here's the thing with that with the Raiders though I'll if take you, Aaron Rodgers though I'll do yeah it. if you don't get Aaron Rodgers there's an argument to be made of just letting Jared Stidham be the quarterback yeah. and tanking for, for Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams yeah yeah but you've got to be the worst yeah it's hard to tank because you've got to be the worst if you get don't Caleb get Aaron Williams. Rodgers tank and get Caleb Williams I think there is going to be a race to what the about, bottom what about a Justin Fields they might trade him Bears yeah, the they, they can either use the pick on some, on uh, yeah. Bryce Young or whatever, or they can keep Justin. I would keep Justin Fields. Me too. I like Justin Fields. Me too. Um, I also think I've had a I've had a bit of a correction in my own thinking lately. Okay. Um, it was the other day when I was covering Kyrie Irving for the Mavs. Yeah. It, it was his first game with the Mavs, and uh, there was just I like was here, I, right across. Yeah, the street. right across the street. And I remember thinking to myself like. You know, people were. I, we did some questions with Mark Cuban afterwards, and you know, how do you feel about uh, them posting to the anti-Semitic film? And the, yep. And and then uh, you know, I I read this. There was a really good magazine article on in New York Magazine. I actually who, read that article the whole thing. about Kyrie. I read. It was a fascinating was article really about good. Kyrie. Yeah, it was really interesting. The one the one thing that jumped out of me and sticks with me yeah. is that he's a guy who's often lost in the canyons of his own mind. Yes. And there was a there was like a, a passage. I'm gonna read you the passage, okay? Um, but it was. It By was, the way, this is a rare instance where I actually I can't did believe read the you article. read the whole thing. Yeah, okay? I did read the whole article. All right. If Irving is a once-in-a-generation talent on the court, he's also deeply of his generation off of it. Fed by algorithms, drawn to conspiracy, distrustful of a machine, even as it makes him rich, more alienated than ever. Irving arrived in Brooklyn, considered one of the most enigmatic figures in the NBA, with a mind so internet-pilled and recondite as to be unclassifiable. But he left as a familiar archetype. The loner, the dot-connecting con- dot free thinker clicking around the internet. The kind of person who feels most comfortable when he's talking to strangers online. And by the way, he's apparently, I think it's Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. That he's on a lot. Yeah. Uh, gaming and is actually far more uh, 
interested and yeah. yeah, far more talkative than he would be in front of a. And I, I read media. this article and it just totally changed my thinking about Rogers and Kyrie. And I just said, I don't think I need to know everything about these guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should be asking them questions about what they believe and all these things. Like, but what are their volunteer? Like Aaron Rodgers is clearly volunteering all this stuff. I can just decide I don't care. Yeah, but it's such good to stuff to talk. It's it is hashtag content. But but then you jump the shark with the with the woo. I mean, I'm into a little bit of woo. A yeah. little. Uh, you did that friggin' psychological astrological did reading. You read it when you went I home? did. I read it when you I did. Home. Uh. Yeah. And by the way, I still think it's okay. It's fine. Hokum. Yeah, it's okay. Hokum. It's okay. Yeah. But like y- y- to me, I kind of just got fatigued by it all with Kyrie. I got yeah. fatigued by it all with Aaron Rodgers. I don't care anymore. It is kind of exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. I don't want to debate the meaning of life at three in the morning on Twitch with Kyrie Irving. I just don't. Well, one day he, when he's he, in that article, he talks about himself as an omnist. Take a little Buddhism, take a little, you know, Islam, take a little Judaism. Yes. Take, I'm like, what? I'm like, this is, I don't, I can't keep it all straight and I don't need to. <laughs> it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to. And so like Aaron Rodgers, if you want to go in the dark room, just go. Yeah, it's okay. Just go. I don't. I don't need to get into this. Like you're just, you're just into your woo. Last year it was ayahuasca. This ayahuasca, year it's the dark retreat. The, the dark retreat. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, if you can play quarterback, you're cool. See, if I was him, like, I'd I kind of just went in another direction. Actually, hold that thought. I, I actually have some advice for Aaron Rodgers. All right. Uh, coming up next, okay. Mason Ireland, seven ten ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. <sighs> is that enough for you? <sighs> I don't think that thing was counting. Just right. did a round of pop a shot. You did two rounds. Two rounds, yeah. The last one somehow. Now you did not actually make fifty-four well, it didn't baskets. Even, it wasn't it was counting 58. right. Yeah, but I don't think you made fifty. Well, I'm going with that one. Hey, I'm believing the machine. He beat me fifty-eight so. to Sorry, twelve hey, on that. What? I don't think you did. How well, I got fifty-eight. The machine says fifty-eight. I'm taking fifty-eight. You guys are playing some kind of weird game. <laughs> There's How only does one this setting. Machine work, Bert. I mean, How there did are, he there get 58 in 30 seconds? I don't know. No, because it was actually it was 50. It was started at 15 seconds, then it did another 15 seconds, and then it did an extra 10 seconds, and then it was just kept like going around. I don't and know. And then Jorge, like you didn't game. make anything, and all of a sudden you went up to 21. All right, 58. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know what we need? And then it we wasn't needed, counting I some. It on, I want it on video, and oh, okay. I want us to hand count afterwards. Oh, a hand count. 
I'm not counting. I mean, how serious are you? Are you serious? You're Al Gore. How serious? You're Al Gore. You're crawling around the ballot box looking for serious. Practicing every break. She wants to win. You're gonna wear yourself out. I am. I already feel like my my forearm is really really tired. By the way, it's coming up. Half hour. Do you so, feel better or worse after you practiced? Worse. Much worse. <laughs> I'm better off just going out there cold. Cold, yeah. Yeah, okay. which is what we did yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's, here's my advice to okay. Aaron Rodgers. I know it looks like a better situation to be in New York because you're not in Patrick Mahomes' division. Yeah. But you, Aaron, cannot handle New York. Yes, I totally agree with New that. New York is going to kick your ass. That's how New York rolls. I mean, I have, I lived in New York. I worked in New York. Yeah. I saw the back page of the Post every single day. Oh back page gosh. of the Daily News. They will be all over Aaron Rodgers. That's a great point. You know, I you know I am a different person when I'm in New York. How? There's like I got a little strut. Yeah, I walk different. I mm-hmm. talk different. I get a little. I get like talk a little faster. Yeah, I get a little attitude. Yeah, and I'm here. I'm like. Eh. I remember my mom came to visit me in yeah. New York one time, and uh, she went to the grocery or whatever it yeah. was, and she came back and said, "Is everybody in New York mean?" And I thought, no, everybody in New York is direct. They are direct. I like. I always say that people. Yeah. The great thing about New York is they'll tell it to your face. Yeah. In L.A., they wait till you leave the room. Yeah. That's the that's the difference between the two towns. But I think New York would just ruin Aaron Rodgers. I, I that's a really good call. He um I don't think LA has been as kind to LeBron as Miami or Cleveland have. Has not been. Because LA to LA is used to people coming here to make it big, yep. right? They're used to like you moving from the Midwest to be a star out here. But when you come out to LA, like LeBron is a giant star. Yeah. But he's not as big a star as, like, Leo. Right. He's not as big a star as Rihanna or yeah. some of the other people sitting courtside. Sure. And so, like, in, in Cleveland, you're the biggest star ever. In Miami, even, even like, in any other, almost any other market, I think. Right. I think he'd probably be a big bigger star in New York than now, he is in Now, I LA. don't agree that L.A. media, do you think L.A. media is soft? No, I do not think I do not soft. either. Everybody always, oh, it's so much softer. I don't it's think not. we're as tough as Philly or New York or Boston. I don't think we get personal. New York gets personal. Yeah, New York gets personal. Um, Philly, Philly's interesting. Philly's like, oh man, they just when they when they turn on someone, they are turn on yeah, someone. Yeah. Like, apparently, they have turned on Doc Rivers. Like they Boston. are. J- <laughs> I was like, what did I say that? I don't think that was. No, me. that was not you. No. Hang on a second. Who was that? That was a little kid on the Pat McAfee show. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Pat right. Pat McAfee show, like, yeah. It was for Boston Connor, apparently. Boston. I like that. I mean, I, I I have been in those markets before. They just kind of they kind of go at you a little. Yeah. They go at you a little. You got you to gotta be there with the, the questions and the answers. What I would say is, in L.A., people said the same things about Doc Rivers that they're saying in Philly. They just didn't say it as rudely. So I'll tell you a story about when I was when I was in New York. So right. 
I went to work to do mornings at 1027 WNEW New York, which is a heritage. That's a hard Historical thing to say. rock and roll station, like the first station in yeah. America to play the Beatles. And Scott Muni was a gigantic deal yeah. on that station. Legendary DJ. So they brought me in, along with my friend Sue Kalinske, to do mornings. Now, we also stopped playing music. And there was a headline in the Daily News that said, rock and... No. WNEW kills rock and roll. And then my wow. name is in the first paragraph. Wow. And I'm like, oh, God. They're like, That's and brutal. people were so pissed off that we were changing formats yeah. of the radio station. But I mean, it, it got personal. It gets wow. personal in New York. That's yeah. why I think Aaron Rodgers, although it looks like an easier division to play in as a Jet, yeah. you're much better off competing with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert in the AFC West. I don't know. I if I were him, I might go down to Tampa. I'd go to like an AFC Hasn't South. Hasn't it pretty team. much come down to Raiders Jets? Yeah, but uh, th- why it doesn't have to be? Why does it have to be? Bergman is a Raiders Jets. I mean, that's what all we're hearing about. There may be other people. He's in the. He has an inner circle, and he's sitting yeah, the inner circle. He's in darkness. I think today is the last day of his darkness, right? Oh god, this is he's day four. See the light. So he'll come out. Either maybe he'll do it on Pat McAfee's show and just say, "I'm going." I have to a feeling he does everything on Pat McAfee's show. Yeah. How long uh, is that going to last? Pat McAfee's show? No, no. His like oh. everything on the one show. Oh, I think he's going to keep going there forever. Oh, really? Oh, he's Why would given, he stop? He's given McAfee such great content. Oh, yeah, no, I like it. I mean, I you know, I just, sometimes those things last a while. And well, it's the it's... stuff that you're annoyed with, the inner workings of the, now, you don't like hearing about the inner circle and the darkness retreat and all that kind of stuff. Oh. You were just complaining about it with Kyrie, all that inner thought kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I don't mind somebody sharing if it relates to their performance on the field or how they play or whatever it is. But sometimes there's like, when you're really out there and you're just like, I mean, Kyrie, like I I could go through and find 12 in those, in that article alone, things that don't match up. Yes. Things that don't contradictions, contradict things that don't. And I don't need to be covering that part of it. It's interesting as hell though. It is interesting. But you read the entire New Yorker. Is it a thing. New York magazine New York or New Yorker? Magazine. Yeah, it was really good. It was a great um, article. And I read the whole thing in the whole, and after a while, I just do you ever? I felt like I was back in college, and my freshman year, and it's like two in the morning, and people are debating some kind of meaning of life stuff or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, uh, I got to go to bed. I got practice tomorrow. Yeah, like I felt kind of like that after reading sure, that. Sure, sure. Um, I got a bunch of stuff planned for uh, 3 o'clock. First of okay. all, we're going to do the Papa Shot thing Yeah. Uh, in about uh, 20 minutes. On top of that, how much have the Dodgers slipped and way too early Super Bowl predictions? Ooh. That stuff is coming out uh, after uh, 3 o'clock today. Mason in Ireland. Momo's in for John. 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com network.
Thanks, Chris. All right, so let's go to the bottom of your page here, Mace. It's okay. Friday, so let's clear this thing out. Uh, the bottom here, you, it says living in a simulation. What are you trying to say by living in living a simulation? Living in a simulation. There's this weird philosophical oh. theory that we are living in a simulation. I've been talking about this a lot. It gets in your head. You start thinking about it. Like we're in the matrix. Correct. We're in the matrix. And do you take the red pill and figure out what's really going on? Or do you take the blue pill and you just go along as it is? Would you really want to know the truth about life? Or are you more comfortable just going along as you are? I want to know the truth. You you take the pill. I take the pill. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? The idea that somehow yeah, yeah. we are somebody else's video game. Yeah. Boy, it's such a stoner conversation. It really is. <laughs> it's a massively dude, one. Dude. But I mean, but we wouldn't even know if we are. We very well could be. We very well could be. It's totally possible that we are somebody else's video game. Dude. That we're their metaverse. I get it. Yeah. I get the premise. Yeah. I'd take the pill I want to know. Yeah. I would also take the red pill. Are you red pill, blue pill? No, I'm pretty happy with where I am. I don't need to you know. You would if take the blue if pill? I've, if I'm actually in a simulation, I have no interest in knowing that I'm in a simulation. See, what is I'd that going to do for me? I'd want to know. Did you see what the world looked like in Matrix 2 if, yeah, when they took pretty, the pill? Pretty bad. It was awful. I'd want like, to. Why would you want to live in that I'd world? I'd want to do bullet, bullet you know time now. where you're able to do this and the bullets sail over your head and all that. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Horror, not everyone can do that, by the way. I don't know the difference. Red, you know the truth. Blue, life continues as it's red, going you just along. Stay, red, you just you figure out you're in the matrix. Yeah. Ah, let's go blue. Just chill. Just go blue. Just go chill. With it. Yeah, just, just go with it. That's yeah. about all I had on that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's move past that one. I have to hit this little button here. What's that, fool? If you're ever stoned with me, we can have that conversation. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know who would be into that? You could do that with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. yeah. Coming out of the darkness retreat. Yep. Ask him if he took the blue pill. <laughs> All right, uh, so the next thing you have on here is LAFC first MLS team valued at $1 billion. Yeah, how about that? What? Uh, Larry Berg, who I've got the chance to hang out with on the sidelines a couple of times. He's the, the primary owner of LAFC. LAFC is now worth a $1 billion, wow. an MLS franchise worth a $1 billion. Says who? Uh, Forbes. Okay, is it including the stadium? That's a good question. That I don't know the question. answer to that. It I may. think so. It may. They own the stadium. Yeah. Although, what's the Galaxy value? Nine twenty-five. Nine twenty-five, and they don't own their own building. Why are you making that face? I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? Well, they you... just signed a new M the rights deal for one hundred twenty-five million dollars for the league. No, it's more than that. I think it's one hundred twenty-five million. No, Apple... I, you're talking about the Apple deal. With... Yeah. No, it's more than that. Look it up. Um, why you don't have you been out to LAFC? No, but I, I mean, I'm sure it's great, but a billion dollars? A billion dollars. $2.5 billion Apple is paying for the MLS. Really? $2.5 billion? $2.5 billion. There you go. Wow. 10 Momo, years. you are undervaluing the MLS. Wow, that's a lot of money for we the gotta MLS. We got to go. Have you been How to a game out there? For? I have not. I, I, I'll go sometime. I got to drag you out to a game. It yeah, is I'll go. fun. I'll go. Jorge was on the field when LAFC won the championship. Yeah, cool. it was fun. I actually have wanted to go. Um, I have wanted to go, and I thought it would be fun. I just was busy having babies. You know, stuff. all those years of people saying soccer is going to be the next big thing, soccer is going to be the next big You know what? It has become a really? big thing. The World Cup was really big. MLS, really big. We've got two teams, and I think they're playing at the Rose Bowl in a couple of weeks, right, Ori? Yeah. 
Wait, what? LAFC and Galaxy, aren't they, they playing? They play the, the 25th or 26th, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Next, it's next Saturday. Next Saturday. Is okay, this is what yeah. I got. This is why I got it wrong. Okay. 10 years at $2.5 billion comes out to $250 million per year. Yeah, that's a lot of money. $250 million a year, not yeah, per. LAFC's been here for six years. Yeah, but what's what's NBA well, deal like on NBA, a yearly I, basis? I they sign a gigantic nine. deal. That's a gigantic deal. All right, we, I, I'll, let me let me investigate this a little bit. I gotta read about that. What's that? Franchise Luke? valuations well, are. Well, Momo just doesn't want. <laughs> why do you, you know, not, Why do you hate LAFC? He's got a grudge against no, LAFC and MLS. I just remember when the Dodgers sold for two billion, and that was like a big deal. And I was like, the Dodgers. We see that white jersey. Dodgers. <laughs> a galaxy fan over there. Okay, so Brenda's cousin is in town right. from New York, and she was telling us that in her flight, she couldn't recline her seat because a woman behind her told her, please do not recline your seat because I don't want you to recline your seat. Okay. How do you go about reclining your seats when you're on a flight? Never recline it. Okay. I, I just make it an absolute policy that I do not recline my seat. Now, what pisses me off is the person in front... I'm like the nice guy. I will yeah. not recline my seat, but the person in front of me reclines it, so I wind up with the least room of anybody on the plane. But yeah. I just think it's rude yeah. to recline your seat. And by the way, recline, it's like an inch and a I half. I know, high. it's not. It's like ridiculous. I think you just got to go back a little bit. Like, I think the recline has got to just- You've only got an inch and a half to work with. I know, there's the, but there's the full recline, and then there's just like a, a little recline. Yeah, I don't recline at all. I do a little recline. I, I think it's I rude. usually ask, like, hey, do you mind? I'm going to recline my seat. And they, they like it. If they you like ask, when I ask. That's cool. But, you know. I just, I, I just think there's not enough space for anybody to recline, mm-hmm. quite frankly. I, the, the thing is, look, if you don't want people to recline, take the recline button out. If it's there and I can use it, I am going to use it. I don't do the full recline. Flight spirit. Fly spirit. <laughs> they probably took it a, out. Grab a strap hanger. <laughs> just, just grab. Come on to the pole. Hold on. Yeah, hold on to the pole. Here comes the plane. It's like the subway. Yeah, it's like the subway. Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't work. Don't look behind seat. these curtains. Yeah. No. <laughs> What's up, fool? All right, the next thing on here is a 29-year-old woman in New Jersey has been arrested for pretending to be a high school student. Mm. And the question is, why would anyone want to do that? God, I'd love another crack in high school. I would do now, so much better. At your age, now. you yeah. want to go back and oh, be yeah. in high school. Sign Sounds like up. the premise to a movie. Sign me up. I would yeah, love Never to been kissed. It's also the premise yeah. of uh, 21 Jump Street. Yes. Right. They go back to high school. Yeah, I would love another crack at high school. I would definitely... First of all, the classwork would be a breeze. No, I would never want to have to do homework. Secondly, Ugh. I would definitely be class president. There's absolutely, you would definitely be class president, but you do not want to sit in class and listen to somebody doing high school English, somebody doing science. You want to do physics again? Really? I'd do it. I, no, I think it'd be fun to go back and try it again. I don't even think I could do it. I was day. pretty good at it. Like I did pretty well in high school, but yeah. I would nail it now. Yeah. After after all the years of wisdom, I would nail high school. I don't think there's any way you could sit still for that long and listen to boring teachers talk about wah, stuff wah, that you wah, just wah, disagree wah. with. And you'd be like on your phone in ten minutes. So I wanna just tell it this is breaking <laughs> news. Oh, what do you got? For that? Bergman has bolted. From the studio. What? After a digestive issue. Oh, stop, man. Don't put his business out there like oh, that. Oh, my oh, gosh. Come on, man. He's gone. He just, he just left. So is that the end of What's Up, Fool? I guess. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> 
What's what else the, is on the list? What's up, fool? All right, I'll go back to the list. Hang on a second. Uh, let me pull up the next thing. So what happens on uh, on oh, any... Why don't you put his business out there like that, man? Come on, man. Okay, you know what? Let's make this a a question. You see your friend struggling Mm -hmm. with a digestive issue. Just go. In an embarrassing public moment. That's what I told him. Just go, man. Just go. Just go. Do you put them on blast? Do you call them out on it later? Yeah, no. no, (laughs) Do you need credit for it later? No, no. Hey, remember when I covered for you? All right, uh, here we go. J Lo. Got a tattoo for Ben Affleck for Valentine's Day. It's an infinity sign with an arrow through it. No. Which sounds so seventh That's grade to so me. S- Not an infinity sign. It's a number eight. Eight different guys. <laughs> Jorge. Jorge. Man. Now Jorge's, Jorge's out. He's like, I'm done. No. I'll be here eight, all it week. It took eight different rings. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Wow. Would, would you hey. ever get a tattoo? First of all, would you ever get a tattoo? I might. Okay. Would I you might. ever get a tattoo that involves your husband, Nevin? No. What about your children's names? Maybe. Okay. Wow, I answered that fast. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's a little true, sir, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I've got one tattoo. I've thought about getting a second one. Yeah? Yeah. For your dogs? No, not for my dog. <laughs> I was, I've always wanted to get the Dodger LA oh, yeah, tattoo. Oh, yeah, okay. That's cool. Which I think is a really cool yeah, tattoo. Yeah, cool. I don't yeah. think I'm going to get a tattoo. I, I thought about it for a while there. Um, and then I just was like, yeah, I don't need to. I got one for my 50th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go like henna tattoo first. See how I liked it? Exactly. A practice tattoo? Yeah, yeah, practice. See, this is what I would do. Here's an idea for everybody out there. Yeah. So I want to do this with my daughter. So I'll take her like thumbs mm-hmm. and get the fingerprints. So when you put them together, it makes a heart. Oh. So, yeah. So then that's a real, that's like her fingerprint. Nobody's going to have that ever. That's a unique thing. Right. So you take both fingerprints, left and right, and when you put them together, like they make a heart. They make a heart. So I would get Brenda's, I'll get my daughter's, I'll get my mom's, oh, so I get three nice. different hearts. And that's, that's just cool. a super I like that. That's a good idea you know, for you, Mom. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. the heart thing. Yeah. Um, Actually, I, not because they're, you know, little, little fingers. Yeah, so cute. Yeah. So. I designed my tattoo. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. You don't just grab something off the internet that you actually take the time to design it yourself. And yeah. I have thought about getting a second one. Um, I, I would get, I don't think I'd get Juan's name in a tattoo. Yeah, it's just. It's it's an odd one. It's an odd one. Yeah, well, you could do a symbol. A symbol. Like like his name as a symbol. Right. Uh, hit the what's up, fool. What's up, fool? All right. So it has come to everybody's attention that Patrick Mahomes sounds like somebody famous. Now, I'm going to play this for you. Tell me if you can hear the resemblance. Here's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no. So we started off. They actually threw a nice uh, party for us at the hotel. The Chainsmokers came through. DJ Khaled came through. Now, listen to this. I had the spoon man from the Soundgarden videos coming to my No way. Oh, yeah. Talking six grills burning at all times. Tiki torches. Three whole pigs, loads of macaroni and cheeses, baked potatoes, collard greens. Oh, a can't horse. beat that, man. That's every genre of music you need right there. Do you Wait, hear a resemblance? Who the, is that? The first one was Patrick Mahomes. Yes. The second one's the one we're trying to figure out. Yes. Second mm. one. I had the spoon man from the Soundgarden videos coming to my. You, you know what? If you don't watch the show, right? you don't know it. No, it is Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down, played by Danny. McBride. Now, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Do is these sound? Th- here's a question. Do no, these? No, Mahomes is way more gravelly. Yeah, no. So we started off that. You think a nice, so? Uh, I had the spoon man from the Soundgarden videos coming to my. Yeah, I no, can so hear we it, but I feel like Mahomes nice, doesn't uh, gravel too. Party to for him. us at the hotel. The chain smokers came through. DJ spoon man from the Soundgarden videos coming to my. 
No way. Oh, yeah. You can't beat that, man. That's every genre of music you need to right me, there. that all sounds like yeah, okay, one thing. There's a, there's, a, there's a... That all sounds like one thing. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes sounds... Like Kenny Powers from Eastbound It Down. What is Eastbound It Down? Oh, this great show about uh, minor league baseball. Oh, that yeah. sounds like a oh, you would kind love this show. show. You would love this show. What's what's it? I on? forget who's got Eastbound. I think it's HBO. Oh, oh, it's a killer show. Cool, killer show. Minor league baseball. Yes. Yeah, I'm in. All about it. I'm into the Sunny Vaccaro show. I'm into the minor league baseball show. That'd be good. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're, are we gonna shoot now? I mean, I, yeah, I think so. I think we're gonna hit Once the, the uh, hit the Papa Shop right Let's now. Let's do it. You versus me. It's going to happen during the uh, commercials. Find out who wins, plus way too early Super Bowl predictions. And Jorge, you'll know I why get a little nervous. way too early. We'll do that coming up next for you. It is officially uh, just about It Friday. Exactly. Woo! And uh, we're getting ready for the weekend. Hit the pop shot right now. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.